was at mile one that I decided it was a bad idea to go without air conditioning in my car. I had some work done on my Camaro earlier that year, and somehow it just didn't seem that important then to fix the AC. Believe me when I say, bad fucking idea to pass on that one. Black interior under the hot July sun is not and never will be my idea of comfort. This early in the trip and I'm already pissed at myself and the world. Typical. I'm never a nice person when I quit smoking. I should know, I've only quit a hundred times. I kind of laughed knowing what was coming next. My fingers fumbled around for the familiar package in the glove box. Anyone who's ever smoked knows this would be known as the just-in-case pack. The groping became more frantic as my hands kept coming up empty, under the pile, under the old forgotten paper, until finally I found my sweet cancer sticks. As far as the eye could see, nothing but dry brown grass and land flatter than a pancake. If you have seen one mile in Kansas, you have seen 50. A guy could almost swear he was going in circles. Nothing changes. It's enough to put anyone in a bad mood. Having no cigs would be the worst out here. Friendship, the real kind, is rare. I wasn't the first person to say it, but even at its truest form, it is hard to hold on to. So when your best friend asks you to be the best man in his wedding, you don't even blink before answering. But following the commitment comes the tricky part, taking up your end of the deal. Especially when the bride decides to have her wedding 500 miles away and you have to take a week off work. I had a cigarette out now and had to fight the urge to laugh again. Not even a day this time, I thought as I shook my head. In the back of my mind came familiar comfort of excuses. I'm under pressure, I'm having trouble with my girl, and my favorite of the day, I'm pretty sure I won't have a job when I get back. That's where it ended. It was lit now and I didn't need to justify anything. I closed my eyes and inhaled such a sweet relief. Collapsing completely and comfortably into the headrest, a conclusion was made. Driving across Kansas for a friend isn't that bad. Life is how you live it. I wondered how long this newfound optimism would hold up. Probably until the nicotine gives out, then who knows. Busy and lost in my own thoughts, the miles started to melt by. Until something out of the ordinary snapped me back into the present. A hill in the distance. That's when you know you're in Kansas. If a hill breaks the monotony, your state sucks. Things were looking up literally, I thought to myself. At the top of Mount Kansas, elevation 50 feet, I could see a town in the distance. Finally, a sign that I'm not the only one stupid enough to be out here in the 100 degree heat. I needed a break and a quick glance at my fuel gauge told me my car did too. I rummaged around in my pants pocket for my wallet. I noticed my pants were wet with sweat. Fuck. Feeling my outlook was a little gloomy again, I made the decision to have another smoke once I got out of town. I needed to lose the attitude. That was that. 
My foot eased off the pedal with obedience with the sign ahead. With the car going slower came the realization that I had been depending on my speed to keep the airflow. The slower, the hotter. Not even the sweat-soaked t-shirt and jeans I had on was helping anymore. Finally a store in sight, ramping into the tiny dirt parking lot, my blue beast skidded to a stop in front of the door. Jumping out, I made the mistake of touching the outside of my car. Again, bad fucking mistake. Completely consumed I did what any normal red-blooded American would do. I kicked, cussed, and spit on my car. When the pain subsided and reason kicked back in, I was more than glad I hadn't lost my cool. That would have been embarrassing. Entering the store, I was greeted with a friendly smile behind the counter and a cool breeze from the swamp cooler hanging in the back. At last, some good news. They had air conditioning. I grabbed the essentials like Slim Jims, a soda for now, and a 12-pack for later. Just then, both the cashier and I heard a noise that made both of us take notice. A loud siren just across the cracked street at the old fire station was popping off like someone stole something. Within minutes, brave men from the local fire department showed up in droves. The cashier and I stepped out just as the old fire truck choking and spitting roared to life. Around 10 men piled high on the old antique and raced off back down the road from which I had come just minutes before. It wasn't until then that I noticed the black cloud of smoke in the distance. I hadn't seen it on my way into town, so it must have happened after I went by. The store clerk shook his head. Grass fires are the worst for us around here. Farmers take a hit every year because of them. Times are tough enough without this. I hope everything comes back in one piece. Turning to me, he gave the nod. Come on, son. I expect you want to get back on the road. Though outside it was over 100 degrees and possibly climbing, a cold chill ran down my spine. I had been the only vehicle through there. Earlier, I hadn't given it a second thought, but now it seemed so important. Being lost in thought off my nicotine buzz, I absentmindedly flicked the remaining part of the cigarette out my window. Dry grass in this heat with a burning cigarette? Bad fucking idea. I hung my head in shame. Just before pulling out of the gas station, I knew I was an item too heavy. I grabbed the troublemaking cancer sticks and slammed them in the trash can. Speeding away, I watched the black smoke get bigger and thicker in my rear view. Never again, I promised myself. Never again. Story written by Corey Newhold. Audio design and production by Grant Newhold. Voiced by Clive Castle.